Welcome back on in for this special presentation of the JJ Sports Podcast. And I am, I'll tell you one thing, I'm doing a little bit better than I was when we last had our coverage. I believe it was Tuesday when we talked about the Olympic Games for the first time, uh, formally. But uh, as I'm recording this on a Friday afternoon... Here in our studio, outside of our studio, I'm enjoying the nice weather out here in a pool, you know, in the better part of the country. All right, but welcome back on in to our coverage. And the biggest story that has come through this week, and it's not an Olympic story. I mean, you could find some stories from Tokyo that are pretty big, but... What has been said is that Texas and Oklahoma, as of the latest report, are are planning to leave the Big 12 and join the Southeastern Conference, the SEC, which would create a 16-team and likely Super League uh, in college football. You know, is we'll get dive into this in just a second about really who this impacts the most. And uh, who's going to really benefit and who's going to uh, really just be mad about this. For one, I believe what is what is known about this is that this would not happen immediately. It would not be an immediate policy sort of institution. And it would uh, take place no sooner than... Uh, 2025, that is when, I believe, the TV contracts for the Big 12 with Fox and ESPN uh, expire. And, of course, Longhorn Network, obviously. It, that's, that is contracted through 2031, but that is not necessarily um, part of the big deal. And they that's... Not a big deal because Longhorn Network and ESPN property, the SEC, by the time we get to 2025, will be exclusively on ESPN properties. And we, you know, don't know exactly what what the TV landscape is going to be in 2025, whether a Longhorn Network as a linear TV network is going to be viable by then. It may turn to Longhorn Network being an extension of ESPN Plus, maybe ESPN Plus subscribers for an extra dollar can add the Longhorn Network, I don't know, but I would think that it would move more digitally once we get to 2025, I don't think the Longhorn Network is sustainable uh, for much longer than what it is now, where we are here in 2021, the Longhorn Network really just, you know, Early on the downturn. As we shift along to uh, other programming in the Olympic Games, or not the Olympics, I'm talking about this story here, is that it was very much speculative as of yesterday, the day before that. We were, we were like, oh, well, yeah, this could happen, I guess. But now it is it is very close to becoming official and becoming um, the process beginning 
within the SEC. Now, really, the motivation for this, I mean, it starts with the NIA, the name, image, and likeness sort of situation that the SEC is a winning brand right now. They are winning a lot in in sports like football, for sure. I wouldn't say as much so basketball. But uh, Texas and Oklahoma, they're not really basketball schools. Texas and Oklahoma, certainly. What we're thinking about them is very much football schools and also baseball, softball kind of schools. That is really the power of Texas, Oklahoma. And we know the SEC is very powerful in those sports as well. But uh, the Big 12, um, you know, there's another report out there that said maybe Kansas would leave for the Big 10. Now, I don't see uh, the incentive for the Big 10 to add Kansas uh, at this point. That would not be my first choice as the Big 10. I would add probably an Iowa State before I add a Kansas. I mean, Kansas... You know, if they if they get their football team together, maybe we'll get out of Kansas. But the success of Kansas football over the last decade or so has just been abysmal. And, I I mean, you can't add another team. You already got Rutgers in your league, which Rutgers, you know, they are starting to turn it around. They're, they're on the up and up, but that is only uh, because some other teams are, are really struggling as of late. And... But I think Texas and Oklahoma, those these two teams, Oklahoma sure surely is has been at the top of the Big Twelve for the for since the playoff really uh, was since year two of the playoff year one it was Baylor and TCU who were uh, Big Twelve co champs. Then eventually they added a Big Twelve championship game, and you know Oklahoma has been all over that. Uh, and it's been in Arlington, Texas. Now, this would pose a question of should the SEC championship game stay in Atlanta, Georgia every year? As the conference continues to push west, the conference championship game is still in the eastmost part of the conference. At least, uh, you know, still, you know, on the east coast almost. It's, you mean, I guess you could go a little further east, but but you get the point, is that really the only conference that I believe has been, I, I mean, I don't know exactly, but I think, does the ACC rotate their championship game, or has it always been in Carolina? I am not sure about that, but I don't remember it being anywhere else, actually, so... So I don't know. I know some some conferences have uh, just put on campus sites, and that's what the Pac-12 did for a number of years. But uh, I don't see the Big Ten doing that. I don't see them putting it on campus sites. Maybe I could see maybe the Big House and the Horseshoe. Those are really the only campus sites that would be a draw, really, you know, 
then again, I think it is important that you give uh, a distinct advantage. I mean, I, I mean, Lincoln, Nebraska, not a terrible place, not a terrible facility. There's a lot of great facilities within the Big Ten, but it's just is potentially if that team were to get there, would it create an unfair advantage for that school? And it's and you would want to balance the the uh, games in the on the eastern part and the western part of the conference. And really, the Big Ten has had floated that out about potentially moving their championship game outside of Indianapolis, uh, which I believe maybe one or two more games are scheduled there before they have to sort of re-up or, or uh, decide to leave that market. I don't know how much Indianapolis is, is really uh, getting off of this championship game, but certainly Indianapolis is not the only venue within the Big Ten's footprint. You have... Uh, U.S. Bank Stadium up in Minneapolis, certainly a good venue there. I thought they would host one there at some point, and that hasn't happened. And Minnesota, of course, uh, getting better uh, under P.J. Fleck. They are a better football program certainly now than they were a couple years ago. Well, maybe not last year, but still haven't beaten Iowa since P.J. Fleck was there. But, you, you know, they're on the up and up. They'll, uh, they are certainly on the roadmap. Uh, much more than they were in previous years. So when we're talking about, I guess, a Minnesota-hosted uh, championship game in football, you know, that that's not something that we would have talked about a couple years ago. But I think it's uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, one of them, uh, certainly Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. We, I think, I don't think they would go to Soldier Field. I also don't think they'd go to Lambeau. Um, just too cold of a game that you could be creating, and it just doesn't seem that it's any better than U.S. Bank or Lucas Oil in any other way. You know, football in Chicago, it's great. Yeah, it's that's where the conference is headquartered, but, you know, Soldier Field hasn't really been... If they didn't want to go to Soldier Field 10 years ago, why do they want to go now? I don't... I mean... I, and yes, they floated out East Rutherford. That's a great facility, MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I, I could see them doing that. Um, are there any other ones? You know, you got Ford Field in Detroit, but that, again, that stadium is not getting newer. If they create a new stadium in Detroit, certainly we'll, we'll have a championship game up there at some point. But Ford Field is also where the MAC championship is uh, right now. So... I think they they don't want to sort of they want to be in their own place, um, but you know that's really the extent of it. Otherwise, you could go somewhere in Ohio. You know, you got good stadiums in Ohio, I guess. You could go to Heinz Field, but uh, I'm feeling that eventually we will get another domed stadium somewhere across the Midwest at some point, and uh, that may be where you want to go. But there really aren't many domed stadiums in that northeast part of the country. And, uh, you know, that, that sort of is what it is. So the ones I mentioned, the indoor ones, I said U.S. Bank and I said Lucas Oil. Those were really the, the indoor ones. And I guess you had Ford Field as well.
the outdoor ones probably MetLife Stadium and I guess uh, either Columbus, Cincinnati, or Cleveland in Ohio would probably be. Um, and then I guess on the west side for an outdoor stadium, you might you might put uh, Lambeau Field or something up there as maybe some sort of tribute. But yeah, this is an interesting talk. I want to get back to the Texas and Oklahoma situation and how it could play out down there and where they would want to move the championship game. Certainly down south, there are a lot more venues than just uh, the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which of course is a great stadium, and and it is the best stadium, you know, in the NFL, one of the, at least one of the best in the southeast in the NFL. And, uh, you know, it just, you know, it was, it was a lot uh, less of a guarantee when they had the Georgia Dome there. It wasn't the greatest facility, but it was still good enough, and but now they got the new stadium, so it's like, well, are we going to leave there? But I would think that the, you know, I'll just point out a couple stadiums that they could go to. You got Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. You've got uh, AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Of course, that is very much on the west part of the footprint. But if they had Texas and Oklahoma, it could be justified. They've got the Superdome down in New Orleans. And I guess you could you could go down to to Miami, Tampa, Jacksonville, but you know, I don't I don't see them doing those. And certainly you could play one in like Birmingham or or somewhere like that. But I think the the three stadiums that I mentioned, the Superdome, AT&T Stadium, and Nissan Stadium. Those are the ones. And I guess you could also add the Texans Stadium uh, in Houston. I don't know which one they would prefer. But, you know, you could definitely... They You don't have to play it in Atlanta every year. And if you add Texas and Oklahoma, there's going to be a lot more influence to put it uh, further west. And either to the Superdome or one of the two uh, Texas teams in AT&T Stadium or in, uh, what's it called now? I don't even know. They keep changing it. It was like NRG Stadium. I think that's what it still is. It used to be called, like, something else. They keep changing it. Maybe it was, like, Reliant. I don't know. But, yeah, that's Texas Oklahoma. We expect them to go... At this point, from reports that we've heard, they're going to go to the SEC sometime around 2025 when their uh, Big 12 lease is up. So this will create a lot of shambles for the Big 12, and we mentioned maybe Kansas could go to the Big 10. Uh, You know, you got West Virginia there, obviously, really outside of the, the map of the Big 12 anyway. They could go... To the ACC, but I don't know if the ACC would want them. They could also go to the American Conference, and now, with potentially the alignment that the college football playoff was going for, it could have to be restructured if we really lose this Power Five league. That without Texas and Oklahoma, the eight teams that remain. I'm I'm sorry, but that is not. That group of schools is not quite 
uh, not quite as highly calibered as uh, as with them. Then you're you're down on the level of the American Conference at that point. Because who wants to pay the TV bills for Oklahoma? The best game you're probably getting is Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Honestly, on a football season kind of kind of slate, West Virginia just doesn't have the ratings. I'm sorry, but West Virginia's a good team. You also got Baylor, you got TCU, but and you got Texas Tech. I mean, you still have most of the Texas schools. But just, you're missing the top two, maybe even top three, if you say Houston's up there. But, yeah, I, I think the Big 12 would cease to exist. Now, there was also people saying that Nebraska should rejoin the Big 12. And maybe Missouri could rejoin the Big 12. But that seems unlikely for Missouri, Nebraska does have sort of a motivation that they have they really football success has not they've not had success in football they made a one big 10 championship game big 10 football championship game i should say um in their tenure in the big 10 and that was i believe one of the very first that i think there was the second championship game which included nebraska and yeah it has not been what they envisioned. <coughs> so, you know, what we know now is that college football is going to expand at some point. And it's very much on the horizon of really getting back into where we were about 10 years ago when a lot of expansion and a lot of uh, conference realignment talks were in place, and that's where we're getting to now. And and certainly, uh, it's it's just at the starting point of that all that. And uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back a little bit more on this. I was going to continue this coverage with a little bit more, but we had some unforeseen circumstances occur, and, um, you know, we'll just leave it at that for now, and, and, uh, you know, I'm sorry, guys, but, uh, you know, we, we, we try, and, uh, we kind of, we failed today, so enjoy the episode, and enjoy the Olympic Games right now.